This is Joy. And this is Claire. And this is a podcast about soggy bottoms and good bakes. On your mark. Get set. Bake. Bake. (laughs) We're never going to get it together. (laughs) Desserts week is here. And it once again begs the age old question. Isn't it all dessert? Or isn't it all dessert for the most part? Okay. Um, thank you, Kelly, for guest hosting last week. You did a great job. She did a I fantastic job. I loved your guys' job. episode. I listened to it in the car when I was traveling. Yeah, we definitely missed you. It was great. You guys are great. I think it's funny to hear like what people pick up on other than that's different than what we pick up on. Yeah. The one thing that I wanted to comment on from last week was that Josh was talking to himself the whole episode, and it was so endearing. Not Dessert Week, but the one before. He kept being like, come on, Josh, you got this. Giving him his motivation. Yeah, it was so cute. And it happened multiple times. Come on, Josh. Just, I just love Josh. Anyway, here we are at Dessert Week. The intro is pretty funny, and I would like someone to please tell me, what is spotty dick? I don't want to Google it. Mm -mm. No, no, no. (laughs) I I started Googling, and I was like, "Mm, better not. So if you know what that is, as it refers to to a dessert, please let us know. The opening edit, you can tell right away we're in for some drama. It's like, this is disgusting. These are inedible. This is raw. Yeah. This is raw. It's going to be a big week. Also, Prue's hair is getting long. Did you notice that? No, I didn't. I just really loved her shirt. I was very inspired by her shirt. It was very like 80s chic. They're kind of talking about the different desserts and, you know, they're interviewing all the bakers at the beginning. And Saku says, I like anything sweet, everything savory, every food. She's like, just, I just like it. I just I like just, it all. I like all I the food. so much. The signature is a batch of eight exquisite cream caramels. This is basically a little flan situation. Like, it's a mm-hmm. flan. They're looking for a beautifully set baked custard with caramel sauce. They have two hours and 45 minutes. We come to find Tasha, not a fan of this dessert. Josh likes it. Christy says it's very retro. Have you ever had something like this? Mm-mm. You know, you've never had flan? This is literally just flan. I mean... Probably at some point in my life, but I have, it's not memorable. So it's not like coming to mind where I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I spent a couple months living in Argentina after college and they really, flan is a big deal in Argentina. And the most memorable flan I had for the worst reason was that in Argentina, they don't have as many like regional flights. People just take super, super long bus rides. And I had flan, like imagine airplane food and then imagine bus food. I had flan on a bus. Mm, okay zero out of ten nope. anyway here we are the caramel has to be the star of the show they want it to be a nice golden brown prue talks about how her mother used to make a perfect baked custard and she learned it from her mother so no pressure to the bakers you just gotta be as good as prue's mom caramel is difficult to make though it can crystallize if you do it too slow which we'll find happens to maddie it's easy to burn it is difficult caramel is like a high skill thing to make to diy and then custard is made out of eggs so you're looking for the right balance of egg of whole eggs and egg whites and you have to make sure it's the correct texture if you cook it the wrong way it can kind of just like become scrambled eggs or it can kind of take on like a quiche sort of texture where it's just like hard and rubbery so this is all about the timing and the textures Correct me if I'm wrong, but it feels like this would be a dessert that they're really trying to throw very difficult techniques at the bakers yes, at this point. This is like a these high are not these skill. are two things that feel like high skill. You have to be impeccable with timing and you have to be impeccable with your skill. Right. There's very little room for error here. Is this really like the quintessential bake off drama where it's like yeah. the car, are they gonna set? Are they gonna Is come it out gonna <laughs> Which is the drama like, that we really appreciate. We right. don't need when, anything else. When they we turn don't it need... over, is it just gonna like all right. over the place? <laughs> 
So Dan is making a Thai green curry caramel flavor with coriander, galangal, galangal, I don't know what the flavor means, lemongrass and lime. And they'll have a like sesame seed tweels. He's describing the flavors and Paul and Prue are horrified. What are you even thinking? Prue says, they have no Lord. faith right out of <laughs> And Paul is like, literally says, what are you thinking? Why? Dan is confident though. He says it's all about getting the flavor balance right. And you know, the other thing I love about Dan is he loves a place theme. All of his bakes are like, this is Caribbean flavors. This is Mexican flavors. Like this mm-hmm. is inspired by, like he loves a place. So this one is Thai inspired. And it turns out the gamble pays off. Yes. It has we a love a gamble wobble. that pays off. Yes, we do. Because it we rarely love, happens. We love a dark horse. <laughs> it rarely happens. Normally, we're like, don't gamble on this. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> but it turns out great. It has a good wobble. One of them is slightly underbaked and just sort of like on the tray, but it's okay. The texture of most of them are good. The flavor is beautiful, says Paul. And the lemongrass really makes it. Prue says it's very nearly perfect. Really just the one that collapsed. But otherwise, I think he nails it. So yeah. good job, Dan. Way to good take a risk. Job. Tasha is doing fig, honey, and rosemary custard with a honey caramel and fig compote. Basically, instead of making like a true caramel, she's just reducing honey. And when she's describing it, she's like, I over-reduced the honey, or I kept the honey on for too long and it was too hard in my practice. And then when she does it this time, she underdoes it so it ends up being too liquidy and her little custards are just like sitting in this like swimming in this honey sauce which they don't like they're like but it the, just looks too soupy yeah it's, it's, yeah it's too much the texture of the custards is great but the flavor is lacking direction paul had told her at the beginning like be careful because if you do too much rosemary then it tastes medicinal so she like held back on the rosemary a little too much and instead everything is just like too sweet so she doesn't do great. Mm-hmm. Which I think at this point, they really are trusting that she knows what she's doing. So they're totally. probably a little and disappointed. When they're, when they're talking to her and they're asking her about the rosemary, Paul even says, I trust you, Tosh. Yes. And like, he really, he loves Tasha a lot. He really does. He wants her to do well. Like he's hard yeah. on her, but he yes. wants her to do well. Yeah, it's all out of love. Exactly. Maddie is making chai cream caramels with a chai coconut custard decorated with sugar spirals and coconut shavings. He says that in practice, he's been making 12. And then in the morning when he gets there, he finds out they only have to make eight. So he's like psyched because he's going to have some extras. (laughs) (laughs) So exciting. (laughs) But he has a tough time. His caramel crystallizes twice while he's trying to make it. And so everyone else is like, they're already getting theirs in the oven and he is still making caramel. So he's freaking out. He, I am nervous for him. Like I'm waiting, I'm, I'm positive. That when he I don't think I've seen out. a third try. I've seen a lot of second tries, but a totally. third try feels that feels like we're really cutting it close, Tom. Yeah, and he ends up saying like we um he what he ends up talking about he's like we can't move on like at the caramel you can't like do other stuff like the caramel has to go in first like we right. all have to put the caramel in first and then the custard goes on top so like he really can't do anything until he gets his caramel right so. In the end, though, they turn out, which I was shocked I was by. really shocked. They were, like, not bad. Paul says the caramel could have been darker. But then afterwards, Maddie's like, they didn't know how lucky they were to just be getting caramel. <laughs> and Prue loves love the flavor. That. Like, did they know? Did they know? I that don't he know. Had, that's what I wanted to know. I'm like, did they realize that he tried it for... Like the shoes that he had, like such a shit show. Sometimes they know, and sometimes they are just like not over by them in the moment. They didn't act like they knew. No, which I appreciated. I agree. They're a little overbaked. I wonder if he just like tried to rush the bake because he knew he didn't have enough time. But overall, overall, he did really well. Saku is making mini wadalapan. 
Wadalapin, which is a spiced coconut custard with cardamom and nutmeg. She's also using a palm sugar called jaggery instead of regular sugar for her caramel, and it sets harder than regular sugars. She's a little bit worried. She talks about how this is something that her mom loves to make, and they show this really cute picture of her mom. Like her standing mom. I... I just, my heart, it's so pure. It is so pure. pure. I really appreciate the moms and and like the nanas. Like there's Josh's grandmother is like in a photo on his kitchen table the whole time. And it just is like this whole episode feels like they're just really trying to make them proud. She says she calls her mom every morning when she when they're recording, which I just is so cute. Hers come out of the tin looking great. They're a little bit too sweet. Paul says he was expecting that because of the jaggery, but they're too thick. She used too much egg white and so they are too dense. So she doesn't do great. Josh is doing cinnamon and orange custard with cinnamon plums and chocolate butterflies. It's inspired by his grandma, like we just said. They look very pretty, lots of finesse is what they say, but they are overbaked. The flavor is so amazing, but the texture is just slightly off. I think he do, he he does fine. Christy is doing orange cream caramels with orange and nutmeg custard with candied orange peel, but they're overcooked. They're scrambled. They're boiled inside. The orange flavor is there. The caramel doesn't come through. She does not do well at all. So really, Christy and Saku are in the bottom. I would say Tasha and Josh are kind of in the middle, and then I would put Dan and Maddie at the top, which is surprising because Maddie almost bombed. How did you feel about Christy's breakdown last week? Oh, yeah. Thank you for asking me. I thought it was funny because at the beginning when you and Kelly were talking, you were like, Christy like just never cracks. And then she cracked big time. And I was like, but I also don't feel like it's the first time she's cracked. I feel like she does not do well under pressure. So I differed in my opinion versus you and Kelly last week. Because yeah, like, I was yeah, like, I so- feel like she, or at least they don't show it like dramatically in the editing. I don't know. I feel like she just gets flustered quickly. Like she's very yeah. worried when things aren't perfect. Like remember the heart mold that she was like, this isn't going to turn out. And then it wasn't uh, perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. just gets really stressed very quickly in my opinion. And I think I would have a I was talking to my friend Heather about this. You know, I don't know about you guys, but I do have a lot of conversations in my life about this show. And I was like, I think it would be hard to have, she said, it would be hard to have Christy as a coworker. I was like, yeah, it would be really hard. You would just be talking her off the ledge all the time. Fair. Yeah. I would like Saku as a coworker though. Saku would remember your birthday. Saku would make you (laughs) a lot of food for your birthday. All right. So going into the technical, this recipe, they say this recipe has three distinctive textures. You have to get them all right for it to work. They want six individual orange and ginger treacle puddings. So they're steamed sponges that should be soft and light and served with a smooth custard and a ginger and orange syrup. They have one and a half hours, which is not enough time. This technical made me mad because I was like, you did not set these guys up for success. Every single one of them turned out horrible. And horrible. the whole rest of the episode, Paul was like, you guys really disappointed me. And it's like, Paul, if every single one of them bombs, then that's actually your fault. Yes. That is the judge's failure that they picked something so ridiculous with such a short amount of time. Zero room for error on a technical like, like I know that they've fun. been difficult in the past, but this like three specific techniques that are so hard with the time crunch, zero room for error is just, I mean, have they, I've, I would love to go back and see like if they've done something similar like this before where people have actually done well, but it, like in my brain, I feel like I've seen technicals like this before where everyone comes to the table with just like mushy goo being like, well, that, that was fun. It just was annoying to watch. It was like, come on, can we get these guys something that they can actually succeed at? Yeah. They, so they have an hour and a half. It, Paul says they need 20 minutes to do the syrup and the bake needs to be at least 40 minutes. So that really gives you no time 
because then you're supposed to like plate them and you know you're still making all the like you have no time here in the end they pretty much just end up judging the syrups because every single person except for Tasha is completely raw and Tasha's are even not that good so Noel as it's going through Noel literally says this is a car crash so everyone's just laughing as they put them on the table like they're all just like a pile of mush yeah and luckily I feel like everyone is seeing that everyone else is doing really poorly so when they walk to the table they're like whoa shoot everyone bombed this and they're all laughing about it in the tent as everyone's turning them out. And it's like, oh, good. Yours is a pile of mush, too. So Maddie comes in last. His are the least cooked. Saku is in fifth. Christy's in fourth. Josh is in third. Second is Dan. And then Tasha comes in first. They say it's not as terrible, but still pretty terrible. Still pretty terrible. Like, don't so, be proud of this win. Right. Which, again, right. I feel like there has been a technical where everyone has done so poorly where they were like, don't get excited. It might even have been last season. Like, don't be proud of this. This was horrible. Yeah. I probably will not make these. We'll see what happens. <laughs> I was going to say, why put yourself through this? This sounds no. horrible. <laughs> All right. Then we got a little bit of Bumblebee B-roll to kind of like cleanse the palate going into the showstopper. <laughs> <laughs> we just needed some bees, some yep. rabbits, just like a ready for the showstopper. I would like a baby lamb, please. Fluffy bee butt. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can't wait for us to talk about the part where Saku says bum hole. Oh, yes. Let's get to that. The showstopper... <laughs> Going into the showstopper, they say the girls are all in trouble and the lads are safer. The lads. So, but I feel like nobody really is pulling on front here. What they are looking for is a sharing-sized dessert encased within a highly decorative meringue bomb. They have four hours. So what they're looking for is like a sphere of meringue with a dessert inside. Paul says they'll probably use French meringue because it is the hardest, like the toughest, thickest. And French meringue is just whisked egg whites with sugar that becomes glossy and stiff, and then you bake it. They say this is testing their meringue engineering skills, and there's a high danger that they will crack. Then they want stuff on the inside, either like mousse, cream, sponge, chocolate, whatever they want to put in there, but it needs to be delicious, and it needs to be, can't be form over substance. Maddie says he's doing something a bit weird which is never a good idea. He's going to have pistachio, strawberry, and basil. He'll put a cake basil. with pistachio. Basil, yes. <laughs> <laughs> he will have a cake with pistachio sponge and strawberry and basil mousse inside his French meringue bomb. It looks amazing. He does this sort of like marbled kind of look and he covers it in fresh flowers. It looks so nice, but the inside is very messy. The pistachio flavor is too heavy. Paul doesn't like the basil. The meringue is good, but I'm not sure if he pulls it off. If all you have is good meringue and everything else is is just a mess. He did not do well. And I'm like, maybe Maddie's going home. That did not, didn't go well for him at all. Yeah. Maybe Maddie's going home. Whoosh. Yeah. It looks really mushy. It looked bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a big pile. He like, he just threw all ingredients in the middle and was like, let's hope they don't notice. <laughs> They're going to notice, Maddie. They are They're gonna definitely going to notice. Gonna notice. <laughs> and I think at one point, Paul just like cuts it all the way down. I was like, let's just lay all this out. Let's just cut to the chase here. We just got to Yeah, let's just going on. let's just destroy this entire thing. Exactly. Next up is Josh. He is doing a Wimbledon theme. Wimbledon theme. I said Wimbledon. Win- Wimbledon. Dumbledore with a <laughs> red leather yellow leather. He's going to have strawberries and cream. It's going to have cheesecake mascarpone whipped cream and I never can never say that word either and strawberry mousse with strawberry jam inside. I think it looks like a big Easter egg. 
I think it's adorable. It does look like an Easter egg with the little tennis rackets Uh and just the design. Prue loves it. Prue loves it. She loves the piping. The dessert inside looks amazing. A triumph. A little triumph. I love it when she (laughs) says that. She said it a couple times this episode. It's a triumph. They love it. He does amazing. Paul says it's delicious. He's created something very beautiful. And I'm like, oh, Star Baker maybe for Josh again? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. He does his Nan proud. Saku is making, it's called Flowers for My Bee. So she talks about how her son, his nickname is Bee, and then he just like buzzes around and is like a little pain in the butt. She's just so freaking cute. She's so cute. Her her meringue thing is like she piped a bunch of little tiny meringue flowers all over the mold. And then so it looks like a little beehive. And there's now like little bees on top. And then inside there will be two flavors of profiteroles, which is just like a shoe bun. It's like basically a cream puff. I just love everything that Sasaku says. She just like cracks herself up. And as she's making the profiteroles, she's like, you have to put a little hole in the bu- in the bun so that it doesn't break. A little bun hole. <laughs> yeah, she goes in bum hole. <laughs> she like makes her so I know, she's always making herself laugh. I just love her. But the bottom half of her meringue cracks. It looks so cute in my opinion, but Paul says it's not really a bomb. A bomb. It's just like some profiteroles with a lid. Exactly. Yeah, there's not like, it's not a great surprise when you open it. No. And the shoe buns are too flat. The flavors are okay. Prue says some of the elements are okay, but the flavor isn't enough. So Saku really does not do well. Tasha is making a spring blossom bomb with plum and ginger profiteroles. I'm excited for hers i think it's gonna be amazing anytime that she has to like decorate the outside of something we've really seen her do super well she's very artistic she is making herself a spare meringue shell in case one of her shells cracks which is good because two of them do crack and if she had not the extra one it would have been a real problem it is a little messy in my opinion but prue likes the blossoms and the decorations they like the look of the buns inside and they say that like the flavor is really good especially if you have a little bit of the meringue and the bun at the same time so i think she does pretty well christy is making a mini Crook and Boosh, which is basically just a tower of profiteroles. I don't know why it's called that, but I like saying it. And it's going to be under a domed lid covered in meringue kisses. Hers is going to look like, do you remember those light bulbs you could buy at Spencer Gifts in the 90s that had like the yes, little silicone like spikes totally. all over them? Totally. Yeah. That's That's exactly I was trying to like. think of like place exactly what it looked like. It, in my mind, I was like, this just feels very pleasing to look at from yeah. like what she was describing. And I was like, ooh, I can't wait. Almost like something that you would see in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory like universe. Yeah, and, and Prue loves it. She's like, it's very modern, which we all know Prue loves a modern vibe. She sure does. Prue is a walking she is. Christie's dessert. <laughs> she is. It's super colorful. I think this is like the most exciting kind of risky looking thing that she's made. Agree. But the interior is a mess. She doesn't pull off the crook and bush. It just is like a pile of profiteroles, but the profiteroles don't hold their shape. They're really like wet, it looks like. Like they're kind of just like mushy. And Paul says they're too sweet. He says, you've let yourself down with the interior, which is just straight to the heart. Again, that not mad, just disappointed. <laughs> That's everybody. This is getting so much quicker because we're only uh, down to we're six We're winding characters. down, I know. Next week is the quarterfinal. Can you believe it? No, I can't. So I think Josh is going to get Star Baker going into the judging. And I think obviously Christy or Saku are going home. What did you think? I was thinking Josh. I was thinking either Saku, Christy, or even Maddie going home. Did we talk about Dan? I think we skipped Dan because he Dan's made the world. Earth. Okay, yeah, yeah do the we skipped earth. Dan. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. sorry, <laughs> Dan. Dan. I was looking right now. I was like, oh, too fast. Dan is Dan is making one. It's gonna look like the Earth. He says all our little woes and worries in the tent are insignificant when you look at the Earth. I want to be Dan's friend. Right? I just he want just, he. Very I want to be all their friends all the time, every single person. And his idea 
is so impressive and I'm excited to see it. It's going to have a chocolate Genoise truffle with creme pat and raspberry jelly as the earth core. They're worried it's going to be too heavy, but it turns out amazing. It looks pretty good. The interior is great. Paul loves the layers. The whole thing works. He does great. Sorry we almost skipped you, Dan. Sorry, Dan. Important earth. All right. So Star Baker, speaking of which, is Dan. Go, Dan. Go I was surprised. Dan. I was really surprised. I was, I was really sh- surprised. I really thought it was going to be Josh, but I'm glad mm-hmm. Dan got it. Well, I think it was the um, the first bake that he did. What's it called? The signature? How surprised they were with his flavors. Yeah, that his risk he, paid off. Yeah, right. mm-hmm. I think that may have really tipped the scales in his favor. But Josh was really killing it, so I was surprised. But Dan, you definitely earned it. Yes. And even Dan says, he's like, they're probably, I don't know, you know, I don't know how I beat Josh because we were neck and neck, but... And then Saku goes home, which Oh, is we kind of knew this day was coming. This day was going to come. Take a look at my face. It's the last time you'll see me. <laughs> <laughs> she just is the best. I cannot wait to like continue to follow her on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. I'm really going to miss her little shenanigans on the show and her funny sense of humor. But we'll. I'm always excited to see people at the finale, too. I know. Oh, I always love it when they do that. And you're like, oh. Look, and then it's like the, the first person who's there who went home and you're like, who's Who? that guy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Who's that? We're back to Amos going home in the first week. <laughs> oh, all right, guys. Well, thank you for joining in. This is our episodes are getting shorter and shorter. We're getting closer and closer to the end. <laughs> the last episodes are always like five minutes long. Yeah, it's like, all right, well, there's only two makers. So, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You can find us on Instagram at joyandclaire underscore. You can go to our website, joyandclaire.com. You can email us. This is joyandclaire at gmail.com. If you love watching Bake Off and your friends love watching Bake Off, please tell your friends about this podcast. We have so much fun doing it. We want to make sure that it is shared with the world. Yeah, please share. And if you... Send it to some of the bakers even. Send it, please. Tag. Except for Christy, because I feel like we... I feel yeah, like we, we didn't. Kinda, do, we kind of ragged on Christy. We did her dirty the first few episodes. It's like that time that we called the guy, the actor from Mean Girls, a one hit wonder, and he listened to our podcast and heard that. One oh my episode. gosh! And then he got mad, and then he, he never. Oh, that was one that was, time. That was one time. Oh man, we totally screwed ourselves we on that. Did. We could have oh, had well. it. We could have had. Anyway. Oh well. Could have been. So sorry, Christy, in advance. If you ever hear <laughs> any of these podcast episodes, we really I ragged on you for like the first three episodes. But we really love you. Sorry. Anyway, if this is not Christy, you're probably to already have turned off the episode. But if you have not, thank you for being here. <laughs> we'll talk to you next week. Until then. On your marks. Get set. Bye. That was close. Yeah, you and Kelly it. had a great one. We had the, we nailed it. <laughs> nailed it. We're never going to get it together. <laughs>